If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me, as always, rocking the fresh Columbia jacket, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. That was a lot of lag going on. Not sure what happened. Your whole speech came out at once, overlapping mm. each other in about uh, probably like a four-second span. But I did catch the Columbia jacket and Tyler, so I'm going to assume you said the normal intro. It's good to be here. <laughs> uh, so- day day early. Hopefully not a dollar short after these bets, right? Right, but I think we're going to try to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday from now on. Ooh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all right. Because we did Monday, Thursday, Friday for Thursday night football and this, that, or the other. But now with like all these baseball bets and the timing of everything, it just makes sense to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I think. All right. So, I like it. Let the uh, listeners know the yeah, schedule. That's right. Um, and joining us is always the tan man himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. How's it going? Hey, thanks, Patty. Um, it's I'm driving through the wrath of God himself. Yep. So T's and P's. Um, my focus for the first time ever is on this commute home. Maybe that should always be my. I was gonna say maybe I'm you shouldn't just be like dropping that, but. Um, but yeah, so uh, glad to be on. I may be uh, pretty quiet if you hear loud noises. Um, I'm driving through a tornado right now, so. Uh, good luck with the Pod Boys. I'll I'll jump in whenever I feel I I am able. All right. It's a little worrisome. But I I think he's being dramatic. But nonetheless, we will move on with the episode. Um, so right off the bat, we're going to start with the NRSI update. Now, if you were with us yesterday, we talked about the NRSI. We gave a f- promo to FanDuel. It was electric, I know. They unfortunately have not reached back out. But uh, give it time. They, they will eventually. Um, so the NRSI after yesterday's game is 45-28 and 28 on the season. Gee. Um, the average odds are now minus 107. Um, a better who has bet every single NRSI this season would be up 14 units. But, uh, boys, I think we may have flown a little too close to the sun. FanDuel's odds for the NRSI bets today have taken a severe turn for the worse. Hold you, bro. The average odds of today's NRSIs were minus 152. So we went from minus 107 the first five or so games this season to now minus 152 on average. Now, could it be because of some of this weather? Could it be because we're starting to get back to the top of the rotations and we're getting better pitchers? Absolutely. That's definitely a possibility. So we'll have to see what tomorrow looks like in terms of these NRSIs. But FanDuel is starting to react to some of the good fortune that we've been seeing with the NRSI. Hate that. Hate to see it. Now, though, I do. I will say. So, I'm working on this NRSI dashboard, right? It's it's starting to really uh, provide some good information. I, a bet that I saw on Fanduel that we might want to look at taking is over under a half a run in the second inning. So, on Fanduel, they don't offer a yes or no option for the no run second inning. They say how many runs are going to be scored in the second: zero, one, 
or two plus. Now that's that's not very helpful. So if you if you think they're going to score a run, but you don't want to say, well, they might score one, they might score two. That's really tough to to go with. But if you go with an over the half a run at pretty good odds, then we can say, okay, we think these teams will score a run in the second inning. And then that allows us to capitalize on some information that we have that uh, some others might not look at. So in the near future, especially if these odds for these NRSIs stay around that minus 150 mark, I will be starting to throw in some over a half a run scored in the second run inning to kind of counteract some of the uh, odds movement that we're seeing. All right. I love it. You, you gotta, you gotta adapt and react to the sports books, right, Diz? Yeah, I just thought it was funny how, literally live on pod, I was like, why would they partner with us? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they lowered the odds. Yeah, but I'm hoping it's just a uh, a blip in the in the system. They're they're just seeing the weather and the pitching today, and they're saying, ah, well, there's probably a higher probability that these are hitting today, so. Probably you not, the, but I love you your positive. Yeah, you cut the promo, alerted them to what was going on, to the trend, and they said, not only are we not going to give this guy money, we're going to ruin this game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's exactly well, they, right. They they knew how large our following was, mm. and they're like, shit, we got to handicap this. If this guy's putting up, put out this video, this promo, then obviously people are watching the podcast, so uh, we got we to gotta, we gotta hit, gotta hit it hard. We got to. 100%. Blew too close to the sun, burned our wings, boys. Taking it in the shins. Yeah, but... Adam, uh you might as well be Icarus. <laughs> Thanks, Dis. <laughs> That's Thanks. the guy's name, right? I can't remember. I think it yeah, is, yes. It is. Good name for a kid, Pat. Oh, there we go. Oh! Add it to the list. I was trying to think of a gambling word that, like, goes with Icarus. I really can't think of anything. It's, it's not a good one to rhyme with. All right, gentlemen, let's talk about the NBA play-in games. So we'll start off with reviewing what happened last night. The first game was between the Cavs and the Nets. Nets won, but Cavs covered, as we called. Um, Nets were up 20 points after the first quarter, and it looked like it was going to be a blowout. But then the Cavs stormed all the way back and cut the lead to around six, and that's about where that game finished off. Uh, Durant had 25 last night, and Kyrie had 34 to lead the Nets. So now the Cavs will host the winner of the Hawks-Hornets game tonight for that final playoff spot. Anybody watch that Pat, game last night? What was the score? What was the, what was the score of the game? I thought they lost by 10. I thought we had a bad beat. No. It was, uh, let's see. It was 115 to 108. Oh, hell yeah. So it was a seven-point game. Good stuff. That wind is intense out there, boys. We couldn't hear anything, so I wasn't sure what you were doing. But uh, no, I could, like, I could hear it through uh, my headset. It's not, not ideal. It's, Very it's, loud out there. It's good down here in Danklin. You know, looks pretty calm out there. Up here in the heart of Indiana, it is rough. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So, yeah, the, the Cavs did cover, like we called. That was one of our group best bets, so that's, that's big for business. Um, and then the other game last night, the Clippers versus the Timberwolves. This game was very back and forth the entire game. I think after each quarter there was a different team leading. 
Um, PG had 34 for the Clippers. Uh, Anthony Edwards had 30, and D'Angelo Russell had 29 for the Timberwolves. The surprising thing for la- from last night was Carl Anthony Towns only had 11 points in 24 minutes because he fouled out in 24 minutes of gameplay, which normally the starters are getting, what, 35 minutes a game? Yep. That was the surprising thing in last night's game? I thought so. I Nothing, nothing, I mean... You didn't... What? Not the, not the lady that tried to glue her hand to the court? I did not what? see or hear anything that? about that. No. What? Uh, I'll Story send you guys... Yeah, uh, keep going with it, Pat. I'll try and send you the link. <laughs> yeah, that w- I wasn't ready for that one, to be completely honest. But uh, the Timberwolves still emerge victorious and will move on. The Clippers will host the winner of the Spurs and the Pelicans that are playing tonight. So, which brings us to tonight's games. The first game, we have the Hornets at the Hawks. Hawks are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, these teams actually have the same record. Uh, both teams are scorching hot right now. Uh, 58% of the money and 54% of the bets are on the Hawks. Um, I personally think this game will go down to the wire, so I am taking the dog with the Hornets and the points. Any, any thoughts on this game tonight, boys? Uh These ones I feel are a lot tougher to gauge than the ones last night. The uh, Ox Hornets, like that's a pretty even matchup. That's that that was my thought. Is I I think both these teams are hot right now, and I think both of them could possibly end up winning this one. But I think it's too close to call, and I think five and a half points seems like a lot for a game where the two teams seem pretty evenly matched. I mean, the Spurs have been pretty hot too lately. Like, I mean, they dropped they dropped their last two, but you know, Warriors and Mavericks, like they lost in the playoff teams. But before that, they beat the uh, Nuggets, Trailblazers, obviously, and Trailblazers twice, but not great. But yeah, you know, we're talking. Of, you know, we're talking about the Hornets and Hawks, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought we were talking about both games. No, no, no. We will get to the Spurs and Pelicans. Okay. No, that one's tough. There's teams are super evenly matched. It seems. And I love that Gordon Hayward is out. <laughs> I told I've been I've been preaching this for a long time. The Hornets look better without Hayward on the on the floor. So I, I like the fact that they are without him tonight. And the Hawks are without John Collins, which I think actually hurts them a little bit. Right. It's like the matchup predictor is actually given sixty eight point one percent to Atlanta. Yeah. And and that might even that might even factor in the fact that they're at home, but um yeah, I, I think it's more of a toss-up than people are realizing. Diz, did you have anything to say on this game? I do not. I'm I'm all about supporting the dog, though. Right on, right on. So then let's move to the Spurs and the Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, 56% of the money is on the Spurs, and 54% of the bets are on the Spurs. Uh Tyler, you were saying that you like the Spurs in this one? They've just been playing pretty well lately. Uh, Pirtle's been really good. Jakob. Yeah, Jakob Pirtle. (laughs) 
That's a good name. It is. It is quite a name. I mean, the Pelicans haven't really beaten anyone great in the month of April. Their wins have come against the Trailblazers, the Kings, and the Lakers. I will say one thing to kind of keep in mind with the Pelicans is they kind of started resting players, or and Brandon Ingram has been hit or miss. I think everyone is playing for the Pelicans tonight. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Pelicans tonight. But I think they're, the bet that, uh, for me, that I'm looking at is the under here. Um, so both unders hit last night. And I think for these two teams, I think uh, they're – not necessarily experienced in the playoffs, and this is a one and like literal one and done. So I think intensity and defense will be ramped up. Um, so I, I like the under of two twenty six. I actually think it's down to two twenty four right now, but I would still take it at two twenty four. Diz will never take an under. Yeah, I'm just gonna pretend I didn't hear you say that. <laughs> Said it's at two twenty four. Last I saw it was at two twenty four. Let me. That is above their combined averages. Oh, so it's actually back up to 225.5 right now. Combined averages are only like 223. Precisely. Might be something to look at. And again, I think just with the playoff atmosphere, the one-and-done type situation, I think it's going to be you know, intensity ramped up. There are going to be a lot more uh, defense being played than on a typical night. Um, so I, I, I do like the under in that one. And then, Tyler, I was looking at that thing you sent about the protester. Yeah. So this lady was protesting the uh, Timberwolves owner's factory egg farm. Former owner number one. Oh, former. Glenn, oh, it's not Glenn even Taylor. Guy. Yeah, because remember Glenn Taylor sold it to uh, A Rod and his group. That's correct. Unfortunately, the super glue did not stick well enough to the floor, and she was ripped off the floor by security. <laughs> what? It looked like she went out there with some Elmer's glue. To be honest, it did not even really look like super glue. Like he glued her hand to the baseline. <laughs> it just came and like popped it off. And then there was a little hand like on the court that was kind of funny looking. It's, it's like mid game? Like what? Yeah. How did she get out there? Uh well she did on the baseline, you know, like right by like where the court side seats are. Did we send a link? I can't watch it now because I'm driving, but yeah, I'll send, I'll send, I'll send a Fox 59 link. I'll send a better one here now. <laughs> hey, don't bash Fox 59. Well, they didn't go in depth. And they didn't really I mean, have man, a I'm video not, either. They just I'm more of a really WTHR guy myself. But they didn't it's... really have any pictures or anything of the incident. But Big, big fan. Big fan. Can we uh, can we say that we, as a uh, podcast, don't support factory egg farms? I don't know the information, Pat. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I'm just going to not have a take on it. 
yeah, I'm gonna go the LeBron route and say I need to educate myself more on the topic before I speak on it. Okay. I mean that's fair because to be honest, I I have no idea either. So yeah, I'm not really sure. All I know is a woman tried to glue her hand to the court and did not think about how long it takes for glue to dry, so they just picked her up and then the glue dried and left a handprint on the court. Yeah, you don't see it. I'm gonna say I've recently done business with a uh, factory dairy farm, so uh, I'm gonna keep my name out of uh, either side. Probably wise. Yeah, we don't we don't do takes here, Pat. We we're here for, we're here this, is for picks. Not, this, this is not opinions. This is picks. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, anything from you boys uh, before we uh, move on? Uh, no, I think that's all. Just really surprised you guys didn't catch that story. Uh, it was the biggest basketball story of the night to me, at least. Well, yeah, to most people, apparently. But weirdly enough, when I looked at the scores and stuff on ESPN, that one didn't pop up. So, I couldn't believe it. I've been on Twitter a little bit more than usual today. I hadn't seen that at all. So I am I cannot wait to watch this when I get home. What does that tell you about uh, the Timberwolves? Can't even get media coverage when uh, someone glues their hand to their court. But, hey, they beat the Los Angeles Clippers, so good on Thanks. them. Yeah, have their- Pat Beverly is the man. Pat Beverly revenge game, baby. Yes, sir. He was like, people are giving him crap for his uh, celebration and his emotion after that game. Well, I mean, the game before he did, he got ejected and slapped the ref on the butt as he walked off the court. So <laughs> he, he's just a passionate individual. He is. We We've always known that about Patrick Beverly. And people are like, oh, you know, act like you've been there before. And, you know, you guys are just now making the playoffs. Like, you didn't, like, win a series or anything. But I I actually like it. I, I think that, uh, one, it was probably pretty emotional having a team that let you go. And uh, you beat them in a, with, to make the playoffs. I mean, I think it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, knock them out. No, not knock them out. Uh, well, they have another game, right? Right. Almost knocked them out. Right, 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 right. yeah. So one game from going home. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Let's move on to our uh, dumb dummy picks. Uh, review them from yesterday. I went seven and eight, so pretty much even. I was a little down, obviously, because most of mine were uh, minus odds picks. Uh, Diz, how did you do yesterday? I was three and three. I think I, I broke even. I, I some of my underdog. I went two and one on my underdog uh, baseball parlays, but one and two on my NRSIs. So, I think I was around even units. I don't know if you can back that up for me, Patty, but I mean, I think that's pretty close. Yeah, it is. Uh, so in the competition, I am down five point eight units, and Diz is down one point nine units. Run the bear. Just gotta outrun Patty parlays. Yeah, yeah, Put that yeah. Up. Can we get a mer- can we get a shirt on that? Can we get a merch for that? I'll wear that. I'll buy that. Yeah, if you help me design it and everything, I can make it happen. We can get it on Canva. Oh yeah. All right, uh, Diz, do you want to give us your bets tonight, or do you want me to go? I have zero for tonight. Oh, so again, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun me. Exactly. Well, that and I had a crazy day, and I just drove home through a tornado. So. Um, 
Yeah. Well, honestly, when you texted me, all right, buddy, come on. It's a double turn lane. Oh, gee, I've outwrecked the Mazda. Stay frosty, guys. <laughs> all right, we'll move yeah, I on. Don't, I don't have any. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> we'll, we'll let him focus on his driving. Jesus. Um, so I'm betting every single NRSI again. Um, I believe tonight already we're like five and two or something. So we're we're off we're off and running on the NRSI train for tonight, even though those odds are horrific. So I won't make up too much ground. I might even actually lose money if I'm five and two on. So uh, we will see how that goes. Um, then I'm taking the Hornets plus five, like I already said. I think it's too much points for a game that's evenly matched. And I'm taking the Spurs Pelicans under two twenty six because that is where I got it at this morning. Which then brings us to group best bets and. We finally are making some headway in the month of April. We went 3-0 and last night. So as a group, we are now only down 5.05 units. We could use another big night tonight, gentlemen. What, uh, what catches our fancy for tonight? To be honest, there's not a lot going on. We have a couple play-in games. We have like four MLB games that haven't started yet. And then we have like three hockey games. Any five and a half overs on the NHL? Let me check. Uh, no, sir. I kind of like that under for the Spurs Pelicans game we discussed earlier. Diz, can we convince you to take an under? Well, this is America. Democracy rules. If you guys both want it, I'm not. I can say no, but you guys can still bet it. So, And I know nothing about the NBA, so I don't doubt that it's a good bet. I just I don't like taking unders, but I'll let it slide if you guys both agree. Well, my theory is, as well, Pat and I kind of workshopped it together, but it is less than their normal average. Is, you know, both teams' average points combined. And this is, you know, we're thinking there's going to be playoff defense going on, you know, a lot more physical game rest, kind of let it go. People play a little harder. So our thinking is they're probably not even going to reach their normal at point averages. So it should be a pretty safe bet. And with, I'm, I'm all right with it. And with both games going under last night, I think it just kind of emphasized that too, because the totals last night were even uh, lower than they are today. So, um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really liking where this is heading. Okay. Let's see. What do we have? Okay. I have an interesting one for you, gentlemen. Let's see if it's still at that level or not. Yes, it is. How do we feel about the Oakland Athletics and Tampa Bay Devil Rays, I guess just Tampa Bay Rays, they're not the Devil Rays anymore, but over three and a half runs in the first five innings. Now, Why let me, do you think that? So, first off, with the first five, which is where I live, right? I, I live in the first five uh betting baseball because I don't trust bullpens. Now, uh, three and a half is usually reserved for great pitching matchups. So um, if you're having two aces going against each other, 
then you might see a uh, over, like a, a three and a half over under in the first five innings. Um, the the thing about the over three and a half too is it can literally be go over with a single swing of the bat. If if a grand slam happens, it's it's over for right. Now the starting pitcher for tonight's game for the Athletics, he has an ERA of, on the season of nine. Now, granted, it's only one game. He's only pitched five innings, but that means he's given up multiple runs. He gave up nine runs in his first game. No, so with, with the ERA, they give you how many runs would you average giving up in nine innings pitched? Okay, I got you. I was, I was confused. I was like, that might be the worst pitch I've ever heard of if he gave up nine runs in five innings. So, fun fact, and this isn't the same game, but I wanted to point this out. The starting pitcher tonight for the Blue Jays, completely different game, he currently has an ERA of 108. That's pretty good. He 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 went one third of an inning and gave up like a ton of <laughs> runs in his first game, but uh, that's not where we're focused on. We're focused on the Athletics and the Rays. Um, and then if I believe uh, the Rays pitcher has an expect or last season had like an expected ERA of over six, um, and the Rays have been absolutely smashing the ball. So I really think. Over three and a half should never happen unless you're going up against great pitching. And I think that neither of these pitchers are great right now. And I think the Rays can hit. So that's why I'm really liking the over three and a half in that one. I'm not going to fight you on it. All right, so we're going Rays, Athletics. Rays, and then Tyler, if you're on FanDuel, if you go over to where uh, go to where it says first half, and then it says first half total runs over three and a half. There we go. Then we need one more, gentlemen. Can I interest you guys in a Hornets plus five? I know that 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 was like my go to for my dumbest dummy and everything like that, but. Uh, I think that's that's the way to go. Or we can look at going. Uh, let's see. Oh, I have another. I have another one to interest you in. Let's see. Let's see if it's yes. Oh, it's a little juicy though. Um, so I really like the Seattle Mariners plus a half run in the first five innings. That's because they have. I don't know if he was a Cy Young winner or if he was a finalist, but the Mariners have Robbie Ray going. And the White Sox are pitching their fifth or sixth starter in Dallas Keuchel, who gave up like eight, had a seven expected ERA last season. Um, but I, I, I'll let you guys, but the problem is with that is it's at minus 144 odds. So we have to give up a little bit juice on that if we want it. But uh, I, I would say the two I like the best out of the remaining slate is either the Mariners plus a half run in the first five or the Hawks plus are not Hawks, the Hornets plus five. I would say Hornets. Okay, I'm with you. I don't know much about baseball, so. Saying Hornets plus five? Yep. So to recap, for those that are following along, we are going the Athletics and the Rays over three and a half runs in the first five innings. Spurs, Pelicans under 224 and a half, and then Hornets plus 
five versus the Spurs. Nope, that's not right. Hornets plus five versus uh, the Hawks. There you go. We're trying, boys. We are trying. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. Now, unfortunately, gentlemen, the Hail Mary parlay of the day is dead. Um, I'm going to have to start tweeting these out. I said I was going to today, but I forgot to. Um, basically, with, with the Hail Mary parlay of the day and with MLB season being in full swing, we're, it's not uncommon to have multiple games having started before uh, the, the episode before the episode starts. So you got to keep an eye on our Twitter, at SportsBetByDumb, for those Hail Mary parlay of the days to be tweeted out beforehand, because if not, you might mess out on the one that hits. You mean the ones that hit? Bingo. Tyler Tyler gets it. All right, gentlemen. Anything we need to get off our chest before we uh, call it a day and send the people to Friday? Well, to Thursday, then Friday. But we have an episode on Friday is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, I wouldn't recommend using a slow-drying adhesive to glue any body parts to professional basketball courts. You, you know, I think that's wise. I, I think you're on to something. But is there such thing as like a quick drying adhesive that's I'm sure there is. safe for your skin? Oh, no, I don't think there's any <laughs> that's really safe for Elmer's glue maybe might be the only one that's uh, safe for the skin. I don't think that that barely glues paper together. I, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> maybe just don't protest by gluing your hand to a court. I would recommend all our viewers and listeners to not do that this weekend. You, you know, I think you're on to something. Diz, are you okay? We can't, You kind of went, you know, silent on the comms. Yeah, you guys got me? Yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure you're okay. You sound like you were hitting a rough, rough patch going through some things, so we just want to make sure you were okay. Yeah, I am home, gentlemen. Whoever took the prop bet of me making it at plus 200, they are a rich man. <laughs> plus um, 200 <laughs> plus 200 for me to drive through the tornado um but yeah no i'm good i i will i will say i may not be on the friday podcast what yeah um my boss offered to take me golfing um call friday from the at 4 p.m. <laughs> call, call call from the uh the course which that's what I was going to say is maybe I'll hop on, give my dumbest dummy or something. May have an AirPod in when I play and then just come off mute when it's time for dumbest dummy. I don't know. I'll keep you posted on that. But as of now, I have a tea time at 4 p.m. on a Friday. And when your boss asks you to golf on a Friday to miss work, I mean, Absolutely. you're going to do it yep. all the time. So, yeah. Can't believe you. Where are you golfing at? Probably Timbergate down in Edinburgh. It's kind of nice because it's close to him and uh, another guy we're golfing with, and it's kind of on my way home. So best of both worlds. Sounds good. Well, if you're not going to be on it, then we might be able to have this episode earlier, Tyler. I'm off work. Oh, yeah, because it's Good Friday. It is Good Friday. (laughs) I am off any holiday I can have off work. I will take it. So Tyler basically has banker hours or banker uh, holidays to the extreme. 
Hey, no, no complaints, right? Supply chain, man. Take what you get. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube. Type in SportsBetByDummies in that search bar. We should be the first one up there. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, all of that good jazz. We hope you have a nice, profitable night, and we will see you all on Friday.